First up, we've got this uh, breadboard-friendly vibration switch. Um, I love these. A lot of people are like, I need the accelerometer. Oftentimes you don't. If you just want to detect a motion or a bump, uh, vibration switches work really well. And this one's clear and it's breadboard-friendly, which is why I like it. Um, let me show it on the overhead because this is kind of, like, I cut one open so I could uh, show what it looks, looks like. So on the inside, you can see um, there's this spring and um, this spring kind of can flop around inside the body and the spring is connected to this pin and this other pin is connected to a little tab here. Let me see if I can really zoom in to show it. So there's a little tab here and when this spring um, flops around it'll touch that uh, other pin and then make a contact which is why it's a switch. Um, so it's, it's breadboard friendly, which is why I really like this one. Other ones, they kind of come with two pins, but they're not easy to plug into a breadboard. But this one is. And then one thing to note is, um, so the spring, you know, this is kind of exaggerated, but it flops this way. Um, so if you thwack it from the top, it won't do anything. You have to thwack it from the side. So, you know, you can, you can if you want to detect up and down motion, uh, you can, you know, bend it over when you solder it. Um, it can kind of it kind of bends because it's uh, the, the pins come in a corner um, if you'd like but yeah it only measures um, taps in one direction but it's really low cost so if you just want a motion switch and you want to plug into a breadboard or perf board um, this will work quite well and I like that it sits nice and flat next up we've got a new uh, computer kit from Cano uh, this one um, is version this version has touch they've discontinued the non-touch version so now we have the touch version um, so you get uh, a computer, you get a keyboard, you get um, this little uh, trackpad, you get, uh, it's got Wi-Fi built in, it's got this nice beautiful uh, color display, and it's all in one, and the, um, um, the keyboard even snaps into the back, so you can take it on the go. It has a battery pack inside, so it's actually kind of like a laptop computer. You can plug it in, but you can also run off battery for a couple hours. Um, it comes with the Cano software, which you're really, the experience that you're really looking for is the Cano software experience. Um, it comes with um, this operating system. It's based on Linux, but you can uh, do all sorts of uh, painting, touch games. They did such a coding. good job; you can't really tell it was based on Linux. Yeah, it's like it's its own um, operating system, and it has a sharing uh, service online. That you can people can share their projects. You can run Scratch with it. You can run all sorts of stuff. Um, but it's, if you want to get a kit, a computer that can build themselves, um, hack on, comes with educational stuff, and it's built on a Raspberry Pi. Um, the Cano kit's great, and you know, even better comes the touch screen now. Okay. Um, in addition to the lovely diffused LEDs we had last week, we now have a bicolor uh, diffused LED, which I'd love to show you. Uh, and here it is. It's, it's, it comes with it can a be red, red or green. Green, and it. it's it's a bicolor LED, so it's actually two LEDs inside, and you can control each one individually. Uh, and then I just have a demo here showing it pulsing between. Red so and green, like and then of course you can have it be, um, uh, if you'd like, you can um, yeah. set both on. And it's kind of a yellowish color. So if I if I dim this by putting a piece of paper over it, you can see it's quite bright. And what's nice is the color is completely uh, diffused inside this like 18 millimeter circle. Um, but yeah, it's just like an LED. You put two resistors on it to uh, pretend it's an LED. But it's good for like I think cosplayer panels or where you want like a big bold color. Um, but it's nice and flat topped. So a nice indicator LED, very visible. Two colors. 
Okay. Next up. This is an ESP8285 module. Um, so people are familiar with the 8286 and the uh, ESP32. So this is kind of like the little sister. It's an ESP8266, but it doesn't have an external flash chip. The flash is actually built into the chip. So it's a little bit less expensive. You can see here, it's just that ESP chip, a crystal. Can you go back, can you go back to the previous? No, the you um, go this one? Yeah. Uh, you can see the ESP8266 uh, chip with a built-in flash. Crystal, a couple of LED, a uh, couple of resistors and capacitors, and that's it. So the module is very small and you know, less expensive because there isn't this extra flash chip. Um, it's like the size of a fingertip, and you can basically embed it into any project. It's castellated pad, so you can solder it by hand if you like. You get a fine tip, but it's not too bad. Um, it's called the ESP M2. Use it as if it was an 8266 and one megabyte of flash, and you can add Wi-Fi to your project uh, without needing a lot of space. It's got FCCC certification and a tin can, so very easy to use, and you get all the pins brought out. Okay. Um, we've got these alligator clips. We've got these in a whole bunch of different sets, and uh, for some kits, we wanted to only include six, so we now have a pack of six. They're 18 inches long. I think they have a 22-gauge wire, and you get one of each color, red, black, white, green, and blue, um, and yellow. So you get six different colors. Um, if, you don't, if you need 12, we have a 12-pack. If you need 18, we have an 18-pack. But for a lot of times, you don't need more than six, so you get one of each color, and this is, uh, this is less expensive. Coming soon, we have a USB-C breakout. Uh, we're experimenting with USB-C. This is the next generation of USB connectors. Uh, you can flip it around. Um, so this is the downstream version. You can plug this into a breadboard, so you can wire it up to your microcontrollers that you have uh, native USB, or you can use it to get power out of a USB port. Um, we have it hooked up for the standard 5-volt, 1.5-amp, uh, set up and maybe we'll make some other versions with different setups but um, USB is kind of interesting it uses um, resistors to, to determine the power and connectivity sort of like Apple did with their um, iOS uh, detection um, so to get started we'll just do a basic breakout we're gonna see how this goes and we'll maybe add USB-C to some of our products so coming soon and tonight to start the show besides the community and you Lady Ada is this why is it red? This, this is a board that was sponsored by DigiKey. Um, thanks, DigiKey, for suggesting this sensor. Um, yeah, DigiKey like, hey, and Analog Devices, analog we're devices. working with them to get some cool new sensors out to everybody. And, you know, Analog Devices does make really nice sensors. In fact, our first breakout was the ADXL335. I think that was the first yeah. breakout we made. So it's in DigiKey Red. And then, of course, it comes from Analog Devices. Yes, this is the ADT7410, which you may remember. If you're an Adabox subscriber, it's on the Trellis M4. It's, uh, sorry. Uh, no, this temperature sensor wasn't. It was the uh, ADXL343, which is another breakout. I'm getting, getting my AD yeah. sensors confused. Sorry. Uh, the ADT7410, um, which is a high-precision temperature sensor. Um, so this sensor uh, has a 16-bit um, analog conversion, so it's, it's very high-precision. And it's also very high-accuracy. Um, so it's pre-calibrated. Check the data sheet for the calibration deets, but it's, um, I think, 0.4 degrees centigrade or better calibrated. So you're, you're going to get good readings out of this. It's I2C. It's really easy to use. We have um, Arduino and CircuitPython um, libraries for it. It uh, works with 3 volts or 5 volt uh, power and logic. It's also got interrupt output. You can select up to four different I2C addresses. It's got uh, interrupt and uh, critical temperature output for, for signaling things. It's really easy to use, um, but it's, it's got good data out. You put it, I put it into high precision mode and read the temperature out. It's nice and stable. 
um, tells you exactly what temperature is surrounding it. So um, this is, I think, you know, there's a lot of temperature sensors out there, but a lot of them aren't as high precision as this one. And sometimes you just want like high precision, high accuracy. So this sensor is what I would recommend. And it's not too expensive too. It's like, you know, five, six bucks for the breakout. And you can add a really good temperature sensor uh, to your next project. This good for IoT. So also help me when April Fools rolls around and I try to convince everyone we acquired SparkFun and we renamed the company um, SparkFruit Adafun. Yeah. Let's do products. Check that out. Okie dokie. The data. Yes. Recap. This is a new, 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 new recap. We've got this breadboard friendly vibration switch. If you thwack it from the side, uh, the two, uh, the spring and the pad connect and you've got a switch that detects something got thwacked or moved. From Cano, we've got the uh, Cano computer touch kit. It's an all-in-one computer based on Raspberry Pi. You get everything you need to get started. It's got Wi-Fi, it's got Bluetooth, it's got keyboard, touchpad, touchscreen, battery pack, so you can take it on the go. And of course, Cano OS, all the educational resources you need to get started. It's a wonderful experience. We've got this bicolor, red, green, uh, eight millimeter round diffused LED. It just looks really cool. It's got this beautiful diffused look. You get both red and green. You can treat them as if two individual LEDs or mix them for a yellow color. The ESP8285 uh, is a uh, module from Espressif that has basically an ESP8266 with built-in one megabyte of flash, and it's very small, compact, and low cost. It's easy to add a Wi-Fi uh, coprocessor or even a main processor to your next project. Um, it's got a nice tin can, it's got FCC ID, so it's ready for integration. Okay. You've got our favorite alligator clip sets uh, these teeny alligator clips in six colors red white yellow green black blue you get one of each 18 inches long um, we got them in 12 pack 18 pack but sometimes you only need six you only get six here coming soon the USB-C downstream breakout uh, will let you add USB-C to your next project great for experimenting with this uh, newfangled standard there's nothing better about standards than there's always a new one to support so coming soon sign up and let you know as soon as we get them in stock the analog devices ADT7410 I squared C temperature sensor is a precision temperature sensor with 16-bit uh, analog inputs. Uh, it will work over I squared C with your 3-volt or 5-volt logic microcontrollers and microcomputers. We've got both Python and Arduino libraries for it, so it's really easy to get started with Raspberry Pi or Arduino, your Feather, your Metro, what have you. Uh, you can put up to four of them on one I squared C bus, and it's got some interrupt and critical temperature output too. This one is a recommended and a, a sponsored project from both DigiKey and Analog Devices, so that's why it's DigiKey Red, in case you were wondering. And that's new products.